0: we have a multi-talented OG on our podcast. He's a DJ, a rapper, a music producer, and a sound engineer based in Bombay. He went to Birmingham to study music technology for four long years, has been an active DJ since 2010. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, DJ Blunt for you all. DJ Blunt for you all. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast, man. I appreciate you.
1: Big ups, man. Big ups. Thanks for having me. It's it's like, good thing, bro.
0: Uh-huh. Man, starting off, how was the experience of studying music technology in Birmingham for four years, like?
1: Bro, basically, it was like, life-changing, to be honest. And also, like, it put me on a different path like before I was a different personality you could say that because I was just like a DJ before I went to the UK Yeah, and yeah living all by yourself in a different country you don't have any friends plus you're there for a like you know a plan like you have to get to it so you know there was no yeah. time wasting there was thing. like you know I had to be at it and yeah. plus I wasn't good at academics bro so okay. music technology was something like it's a bachelor in science kind of thing so right.
0: you know I
1: had to Focusing. so it was really good it changed me it changed me for the good for the better yeah that was experience
0: that's great man that's great i
1: still miss it i still miss it (laughs) every time i see like you i want to go back to the uk or the birmingham like it's
0: just
1: it's
0: beautiful oh man uk is indeed beautiful
1: a lot of people would agree to that because a lot of people hate the way uk is it's like 24 7 raining it's grayed out yeah, like yeah. you know, you won't see the sun for the most of the part of the year, but then you be there, and then you get the vibe of the place, right? Yeah. Then you start falling in love with it. So yeah, that's how it was. For
0: me. Even I love the UK, man. Even I love the UK. Because
1: London was like Bombay, and Birmingham was like Tuna city. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a lot of students used to live in Birmingham, and London is like London, bro. Yeah. Like, everything is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So- Man, you have been DJing for 11 years now. Like, how has your journey been like as a DJ?
1: As a DJ, to be honest, it was always a roller coaster yeah. Because, see, I mean, see, it's India. And in India, if you want to be a DJ and when you talk about music, there's only one thing that pops up in general people's mind. And that's Bollywood. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely grew on Bollywood. But whenever I was like, since I started to learn DJing and all that, I was completely opposite of that like i was all into hip-hop i never liked bollywood to be honest yeah like you know since i started growing up and started to realize what what it really is about
0: Uh like you
1: know so i it was really it was really tough it was really tough like you know getting gigs back in 2008 and 9 just as a hip-hop dj was really difficult
0: oh my god yeah
1: so i had to like literally play parties for free like you know like and slide in hip hop songs in between just yeah. to spread awareness. Like, Yo, this is this is cool, this is cooler than what you guys are listening, listening to. Like, to. you yeah. know, back in the day, it was just like Bollywood, bro, and Bollywood remixes. Like, the place where I learned, bo- like, DJing, every yeah. DJ that came out of that yeah. place was a Bollywood DJ.
0: Yeah,
1: I guess era before me and like from my generation basically onwards Uh so you know there are a lot of djs in bombay right now who are from that academy it's called dj nasha's academy back then okay so everybody in the team right now from me dj proof dj ishani all of them dj Sa, all of them from that academy and we changed that we changed that like you know now djs look up to like okay fine it's just not bollywood that we have to play we can play a lot of other shit yeah like you know there was a and DJs, now there's a boom and a pop yeah. so a lot of kids want to so you know back in the day it was really tough it was like maybe non-existent, like, it was not yeah. there basically, yeah. it was just Bollywood parties and you earn money and you invest that money, that's how I did it yeah. like I played Bollywood parties for like like you know clubs back in the day yeah. and then just saved that money and invested that money
0: basically, yeah.
1: it was no party culture back then, it was just mm. Bollywood shit
0: brother if you have to share that one moment in your DJing career that you felt like man this is crazy as fuck what will be that moment Uh, that
1: happened happened, like recent bro I mean like I I will give you like two incidents one was with C the Moth I mean that gig like told me yo I mean whatever I do in music is like I've chosen the perfect path for myself because this is what I always wanted to do yeah. Like I was proud of myself that I tried, like you know turned my passion into profession and tried to balance it. Yeah. Like that was that was like a winning part for me. Yeah. Plus I played this uh, private party in Bombay just okay. before I went to Delhi, and yeah. like it was like a pretty like hip club like a VIP club kind of thing. And okay. Ladies you know, love me, so that was like yo I love DJing. <laughs> like, you know you play one favorite song and they start and kissing you on the cheek. They start taking your number down and all that stuff so oh I'm my like, god hey, hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's that's crazy you know that I mean, is definitely like, crazy the airport,
1: these incidents are like research so i'm not even going back in the day uh-huh. you know but i can tell you one more thing like i used to dj in 2010 2011 Yeah. uh it was world cup days like football world cup days and i used yeah. to dj in one of these bars near the airport Like it was just like a like a regular bar, yeah. And like you have oldies coming in for drinks, like business people coming in for drinks. There was I was DJing and it was just like a regular evening. And there was this old guy who wanted to listen to Lata Mangeshkar. (sighs) Yeah, and and like luckily I had some of her songs in my like you know, laptop. And luckily I had my laptop on me that day. So I played the song and That song. He comes to me and he asked me, "Now you have to play Shakira." (sighs)
0: Yeah, and he wanted to listen to That's some crazy (laughs) shit. (laughs) That old man was on some crazy shit, man.
1: So I gave him what he wanted, yeah, and he gave me half of my salary as a tip that night.
0: Don't tell me seriously.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a rich, rich person. Like he wanted to have good time, and I gave him that. So
0: you know, he was
1: happy. He threw that money at me, and I was like, hell yeah.
0: Crazy, Just dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, I kind of felt like stripper that day, but then, <laughs> uh, it was cool. It was cool. I had my clothes on.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh my god! Wow, this is this is definitely one, one crazy moment that you told me. Yeah, yeah, man. Yo, how do you get into the rapping scene?
1: Uh basically, before I started DJing. I know how to rap, and this was back in 2008 and 9. So you yeah. know, there's these two of the OGs from the Bombay scene. Is there? I mean, one is D Evil, and one is Encore. Yeah. See, so, both both of them are independent rappers right now. D Evil is, of course, with Kali Gang, and yeah. he also came up in that movie Gully Boy.
0: Uh-huh. So
1: you know, uh, basically, all both of these guys are my friends from back in the day. D Evil wow. is like kind of my senior in school. Okay. so we both grew up listening to hip-hop like you know yeah. and back then in 2007, 2008, 2009 these two guys had a crew called Monkey Rhymes yeah. and I was a sleeping partner in that and by a sleeping partner what I mean is like you know these two guys used to get gigs in college and yeah. universities back yeah. in the day like no money involved just come and perform type of shit Oh so you know, God. both of these had their college careers as well, and I was a DJ. So yeah. these guys used to call me, and I'm like, "Yo, one of us can't make it. You have to come and pull, like, pull it up and rap." I'm like, "Yeah, hell yeah, let's do it." So you know, uh-huh. it was already there. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm DJing for 11 years, so I've also been rapping for 11 years, but I've been just like drop songs and stuff.
0: Oh. Like, you know, oh my yeah, God. That's,
1: only, that's why I have that command on whatever I have. Like, you yeah. Know, that's why I'm good at. it that's what that's what that's what the whole goal was like you know that was a target i wanted to be that like that's exactly why i wanted you know wanted to learn engineering as well and production because i'm i'm like i might be the first of them motherfuckers from this generation who do it yourself type of shit oh you
0: know
1: back in the day we didn't have nobody to tell us what to do now you have all these courses yeah you have all these you know get this, pay us this much and get learn music about hip-hop and all that thing. Back in the day, we had nothing. We had to yeah. find our way. And we laid the foundation for these guys. So, you know, we had to do it. And we had no engineers to go to. So, mm-hmm. I had to learn that as well. You know, oh, that, that's what the whole thing is
0: about. That's what the hustle is all about, I guess. For real. Bro. For real. Yeah, man. Um, Man, you also happen to be an Azadi record signee. Like, how did you connect with Azadi Record?
1: Uh, to be honest, bro, I was just hustling. I was just doing my thing. Like, you know, I was doing DJing stuff. I was doing engineering stuff. And I was doing live shows, basically. And it was yeah. all hip-hop. It was okay. all hip-hop. And I guess Azadi started to spot me or they started to watch me once I did this after party in a festival called Control All Delhi. Now, this um, is like a festival which is like a crowdfunded festival and it used to happen every year. It just yeah. didn't happen these like in recent two years because of this COVID shit. COVID man. shit man. Otherwise, like, it happens every year. And I guess me and Mo happened to play back to back at okay. that very after party and that's when I guess Mo started to paying attention like you know yo there's this guy I guess I guess that's how it went down Yeah. because I, like you know the way it was for me or the way they came at me were like I was just DJing at one party which they were had put it together like it was a Azadi records like, gig and event and that's when Mo came to me like yo Blunt what about you think like coming on board to Azadi and like you know oh let God. us manage you and stuff like, like that so you know that's what, that's what exactly I've always wanted yeah. And I expect every artist to go this way as well Because, you know, this is a proper way You don't have to send nobody You don't have to call nobody Let yeah. people see your hustle and come at you like,
0: Exactly, you know, man, true words, man
1: That's a better leverage as an artist Like, you know, so You don't have to call them for favors Or yeah. anybody for favors, right? Just exactly. do your thing Now they see that you're hustling, right? So they're gonna come in, like, give you business And do business with you Yeah, That's what I like And Azadi was the... Like, as Azadi approached me, I did give it a thought, like, yo, I mean, will Azadi be good for me? I'm like, then I came to a conclusion, like, yeah, Azadi is the only label at the moment in this country who will let me be me. Like, you know, they won't try to change me. If my name is blunt, they are not going to, like, tell me, like, yo, this is cool, but you're not for this and this, so you're going to have to do this and this. Yeah. They're not like that. They accept me the way I am, and they push me like that. So that's what I've always wanted.
0: Man, no, shout no, out just, to Azadi Records, man. Major shout out to Azadi Records.
1: big shout out to Mo, man. Yeah, and now after the merger, it's a bigger family. Shout out to Azadi Entertainment. Yeah. Big shout
0: that, out. That's great. That's great, man. Blant, yeah. what do you think about the underground hip hop scene in India right now?
1: Uh it's booming. Everybody is interested. Everybody is interested in learning how to rap. And learning, like just learning about the hip hop culture.
0: Uh-huh. Though
1: learning about the hip hop culture is not in everybody's side. Like,
0: yeah. not
1: everybody is as serious as I was back in the day, or whoever is making money off rap. They were serious at one point when they were kids, yeah. when they were trying to learn about hip hop, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's 50 50 right now. I mean, it's better than the DJing trend that happened back in the day. Yeah. So, you know, it's definitely come a longer way than that. Like, you yeah. know, back in the day, there was this EDM kind of boom. And everybody yeah. wanted to okay. be an EDM, and an EDM producer. So, I was wondering whether rap mm. is going to end up like this. But, <laughs> yeah, you told me the other day, right? Yeah, yeah man. You told me. The <laughs> but then, yeah, I'm proud. I'm proud that it came, like, a long way. Like, you know it's been here for a long time and now I'm proud because I take these sessions with Front Row app like you know rap community and I see kids from like you know cities like the inner cities from you people yeah they are interested in rap and they're serious about it I mean like you know they're very serious about learning the craft learning the skill like you know sharpening the skills up, and they are also trying to raise their voice against the injustice so that's exactly what rap is about like you know you do a party you like make a party song but then slide your message in there you know that's what rap is always about and they are trying to do that they do have a few doubts like and a few like you know dilemmas like yo being in a state like UP I mean will we survive if we raise our voices so you know it's a different thing for them but then you know that's like they have to choose That's true. once they choose they have to stick to it Rappers are like leaders. So if rappers don't choose their words and their path and they they don't stay to that, like they don't stick to it, then it's 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 of no use.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: You know
0: what I mean, Yeah, man, I I feel you, man.
1: There is a lot of bullshit happening as well. Yeah. I mean you can't see that. But then I mean it's most of it is bullshit. But then when you see such kids coming from the inner parts of India where it's like, you know, at one point it was just impossible to think about it. Yeah, but now it's like reality, yo. It's happening, yeah. So that's what makes me proud, and yeah. that's what makes me like, you know, because yeah, man, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. Yeah. It came a long way, pop came a long way, yeah, like from the undergrounds of Bronx to the inner cities of India. That's a yeah. long
0: way, long way, man, a long way. and it's gonna go that's a long way, still a lot to black people, long... to
1: black people to African people for starting a
0: major shout out. Thank you.
1: I love that, I love that,
0: yeah, man yo we all get inspired from someone right so when it comes to you as an individual blunt who do you think is your inspiration and why
1: like just one of them because I have a lot of inspiration
0: people that I, I, need, I need that one person like one person
1: I would say uh, the guy who put me on track was Lil Wayne bro Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. Like a lot of people say him that he inspires them, but yeah. I've been a act since 2007, 2006, 2007.
0: Oh man! And
1: like him and his culture, like you no know, following him and his career basically. Yeah. Like every song he dropped, I used to be on it, like in line by days And he basically gave me everything about hip hop that I had to know. Yeah. Like you know, when I found him out, I mean, he he. So when I started listening to his songs, I learned hip hop. I went back in the day. I researched about other rappers too. Like from all the sides of America and Mm -hmm. like not just him. Because he he used to speak good about everybody. Yeah. Like he never hated nobody. Like, you know, and then of course there's like Sean Carter, bro, Jay-Z. So that's like I would put him on number two. You know, both these guys, both these guys put me on track. Like their songs, if you want me to be on an island and pick any catalogue, I would pick Lil Wayne and Jay-Z
0: and just live
1: there. Listen to that and live my life.
0: Oh, real, real. They, Big yeah, words, they made
1: man. me like Songs are definitely like You know there are songs where they talk about Women, they talk about drugs, they talk about Gang violence yeah. but you know There's a message for us to catch in there Yeah. You know so I caught that message I literally yeah. caught that message Like you know put myself on track Otherwise it's easy to get distracted By what exactly. they're saying but then There's a message you need to catch that as a listener
0: yeah. So
1: you know I learned that By listening to their songs so yeah. and they still continue to inspire me like you know of course Hov is like hip-hop spur, like you know one of the billionaires in hip-hop yeah and Weezy is Weezy. he's a martian so you yeah. don't give a fuck about nobody else he just does him yeah he just does what he wants to do and True. that's what basically inspired me the attitude you know i'm mean, like you decide what you want to do and you go at it there is nothing can stop you from doing that like you know, that's what i like that's mm-hmm. what i like in both of them in both of them
0: all right that's great man that's great I
1: know there's a long list of inspirations that I
0: have (laughs) yeah man man have you ever got embarrassed on stage for playing something whack
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely yeah a couple of times couple of times
0: tell me that one moment tell me that tell me that Um, one moment No,
1: I can't discuss that because it's like I know the artist as well, so it, it won't be fair, like oh. you know. Oh, okay. yeah. So, um, but I- yeah, I mean that moment definitely was something like, I mean it's a ass song, but I'm still gonna drop it. Like I, mean, <laughs> I was forced to drop it. Just like do- I had no other way. Like yeah, I mean you know what I mean. And I had oh, yeah. to hide my face. Like I didn't do this. <laughs> like you know, like whoever whoever was stage managing that day, they know it they know
0: it man it must be it must be fun man dropping a wax song like that that's that's good actually that's good that's a good thing about you I just believe
1: like you know I don't like I don't want to spread negativity like there's a lot of people doing that shit yeah man if I don't like some things there are other people who like it right so yeah you
0: know I can't Mm -hmm. right. what's that one song that you play that always gets the club go crazy that one song right now
1: right now it's from uh, Indian hip hop scene it's called the Revolt it's by Swadeshi yeah. uh, Swadeshi is an group on Azadi entertainment I know yeah the yeah. Revolt is a song about revolution they dropped this song when uh, like you know the government of Bombay was trying to destroy the R.A. Forests and they dropped it with the tribal people from that area yeah. and like you know so it's a tribe basically and it's a song about revolution so okay. you know that's a, that's one song whenever I drop it in Bombay or in Delhi like you know people go crazy because it's like you know hip hop is a revolution yeah. and, and like you know that song connects with everybody so you know that's one song I would say Wali okay. revolt, I have other songs as well other songs that I like but then that one song is important for the Bombay hip hop scene, yeah. So you know that's one.
0: And what about that one English song that you want to tell?
1: Uh, I would say a, a lot of songs, man. Generally, I mean, there are see, there are places, there are different places that like you know they vibe with different type of songs. Yeah. So if I'm playing a underground party, and if it's full of rappers, right, a rapper's yeah. gonna love underground like the songs yeah. from the underground. So anything by Jay Z or Nas would kill them. Like, they would yeah. be surprised and they would go crazy. But if I'm playing a club party and if I drop Wasi Bob, they're going to enjoy that. Yeah. So I, you know, so I would say two songs. I would say Wasi Bob, and I would say for the underground, I would say Griselda. Any song by Griselda. All right.
0: So that's... All right. All right. Now, coming to From the Worse. Blunt, are you ready?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All, all right. right. I will just play up your music. Use CD
1: folders, Keep the pen drives I spun this All you did is Fucking spin lies Friends ain't into rap They preferred white But like rap fans They never skip lines Split minds Never find any inside The inside Probably shock what's inside
0: Yeah
1: Yeah So basically See uh, I would say uh, You picked the best part Of that song though uh, See So basically There are references Okay I'm talking about can you play that back? Can you play that back? Play two lines and then pause it.
0: All right. I use CD folders,
1: keep the pen drives. I spun this, call you did this, fucking spin lies. All right, stop. So it's like I keep CD folders, I keep pen drives. I spun mm. this, call you did this, fucking spin lies. So basically, that's a shot. Like that's a that's a disc. Like you know, that's a shot. That's yeah. a subliminal to always like just fake around being artists, you know? Yeah. Especially DJ. Like, you know, there are a lot of DJs who just do it for the sake of getting in front of the camera and not really for the love of the music, right? So, that's yeah. what I'm telling over there. Yeah. So as a DJ, I've carried CD cases and I've also carried pen drives. And I've spun yeah. discs as well. But all yeah. they spin is Lies. lies. Like, you know, it's not for them. Like, so, I mean, they just act. They just air DJ, basically. Yeah. And they're not really, but they're just going to touch faders, dance on their shit like you know yell on the top of their lungs and not really djs so that's as as a dj myself that's a disrespect to the art like exactly
0: you know, man if you don't True. It,
1: If you don't know how to do it just don't fake it yo yeah so that was that's what i wanted to say over there and that's what i said it. So like, like you know so the, I the, the, like
0: that. these are the phony djs in the scene right yeah. now
1: you can, phony, you can call them fuck boys whatever <laughs> like a lot of names, <laughs> a lot of names
0: <laughs> oh man all right Moving on, man.
1: Friends ain't into rap, they preferred white. But, like, rap fans, they never skip lines, split minds, never find any inside. The inside, probably shut up, but what's inside? (laughs) All right, so, like, friends ain't into rap, they preferred white. I guess that's pretty self explanatory. Like, you know, I had a lot of friends who are not into rap, but they are into the white shit. Yeah. Like, you know, which is which is white, basically. And,. the way I'm saying it, like, because, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to relate it. I'm trying to relate it with rap fans and the Yo fans. Like, yeah. You know, the, so the way I put it is like, you know, they don't like to miss lines and rap fans don't like to miss lines as well. Yeah. And I'm someone who's both of them. I was someone who was both of them.
0: Fame. You know, I had to same. give up
1: on that I up on that shit to be on focus right yeah so i wanted to give them a shout out because it was a huge circle we used to just party and like you know all do all that type of bullshit. yeah so what's that one relation that they would like to listen to and i would relate it to the rap fans as well so you know that's the way i put it it's basically a word play yeah. like between lines like you know i had to do something about the lines so
0: i did it that way. <laughs> All right, all right, it's all right. It
1: it's like really, it's really intricate. You're gonna really have to listen to it. What I mean, mm. it's not like really just Like you're gonna, you just listen to it once and then you're gonna understand it. That's it's yeah. not like that. You're gonna yeah. have to listen to it couple of
0: times. Couple of times. Like, you know to get it. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: And this might all be the only song that I draw it's such intricate rhymes. You know, the next songs might be easy for people <laughs> to understand.
0: I am expecting. You know people, I am expecting some songs from you very, very soon, Blunt
1: coming i've been in the kitchen i've been in the kitchen it's just the situation is such grave right now so yeah, i'm man. trying to just hope. To it man that's the only thing yeah, otherwise man. it's coming coming real all soon all
0: right that's that's good that, that that's exciting man that's exciting all right we have come to the last segment of the oj talk i call it the quick ones my favorite 10 choice type questions blunt are you ready
1: Yes, sir, let's get it.
0: Let's get it. Playboy, Gotti, or Lil Uzi?
1: Uh, none.
0: <laughs> gotta choose one, bro.
1: None, bro. <laughs> okay, chala. I'll pick. I'll pick Uzi. I'll pick
0: Uzi. All right. Killer eight oh eights or sick drops?
1: Eight oh eights.
0: House music or electronic music?
1: House
0: music Rick Ross or Jay Z.
1: Come on, man, you're gonna kill me with that shit. Like, yo, what the hell? Oh,
0: Jay Z. All right, all right. Kanye or Drake?
1: Kanye, Kanye, bro. Kanye.
0: Lil Wayne or Snoop. Wheezy. Okay. Thousand dollars worth. DJ equipment or a thousand dollar watch.
1: Watch. Watch. That's
0: <laughs> All right. Kicks or chicks. Kicks. Oh, okay. Experimenting or playing safe.
1: Experimenting.
0: Alcohol or cannabis.
1: Cannabis, bro. By far, cannabis. India plays safe with cannabis. Let me tell you that. Because cannabis in Indian culture is rooted in Indian culture. It's just like, you know, because of the hypocrisy, we can't accept it.
0: Other than
1: that, it's available, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You know what?
0: We all know know that. We all know that, man. It's available everywhere, it's very much accessible. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Go to certain states, you go to certain cities. Like, you see that shit growing on the wall, bro. All you have to do is pluck it.
0: Oh, man. For real. Oh, man. That's crazy.
1: Before I got into rap. Like, you know, so I was trying to get that as a career option, but it didn't work out. But, like you know, I wanted it to be real and relate to me, but that ended up cool. Man,
0: as much as you are telling me about yourself you are a bloody creative person man you are into this all this all these things like music and art forms and then uh sports I mean, and I stuff i think
1: i have to thank my mom for that bro, because rest in peace yeah man uh, rest in peace like, 10 years ago she i mean i lost her but she was the one who fought, like you know pushed me to all these like, you know, things in my life. Like she she like very at very early age, she saw that I used to like football and I used to like cricket. So, you know, she pushed me towards sports. Yeah. Then as soon as that didn't work out, yeah. She pushed me towards music. She already knew that I had music in me because she loved music. And that's yeah. when I inherited it. Like, you know, that's where I got it from.
0: Man. She pushed
1: me to my DJing course and that's where I started, like, you know, step my stepped into the music curve, like whole thing. Yeah.
0: So man. yeah. rest. I am.
1: I Mom. So that's, yeah, great. In
0: peace. that's great, man. That's I'm great. Asleep. Alrighty, all right. This sums up the podcast with DJ Blunt. Thank you so much for coming, Blunt. And I hope to see you very, very soon after the pandemic. For real,
1: for real. I'm gonna come out to your city and gonna play a show. Oh man, please,
0: come, come, man. Please, that's gonna be great. Uh-huh.
1: Pleasure. <laughs> to be here and like thanks for doing this for the culture as well we need thank more people man. like you I appreciate
0: it stuff. man thank, thank you, you
1: man. good shit good shit really liked it thank you man and really enjoyed my time talking to you
0: bro good stuff thank you man same man same same after having an inspirational talk with blunt made me realize a few things it's the hustle that makes you recognized. Turning your passion into profession and balling in it is a serious flex. Being phony will lead you nowhere. And lastly, you got to keep grinding. Keep grinding. It might take a few years, but you're going to make it with loads of experience. Shout out to Blunt. I will be sharing his social media links in the description down below. Shout out to Azadi Records. Moth, and Swadesi. In the end, I just want to thank every OG out there watching this podcast. I really appreciate you guys. Much love. If you haven't subscribed to the Gawla Gang yet, do subscribe and follow me on Instagram. Take care, stay safe, and I'll see you in the next one. Hasta la vista, baby.